guess you probably waved at each other. You can't go hug, but uh, I'm sure you've waved at each other. You know, every time I worship, I have a tear. Because I know who I was. I don't know who you were. (laughs) Aren't you glad? (laughs) But I know who I was. And I was talking to Mary Elizabeth even, I think it was this week, and uh, one day, a few days ago, Barbara's daughter, she's sitting right there with her mama, pretty little girl. But she said, I want God all the time. She said, I just want to be with him, and, and I want to do what he wants me to do. And I said, Mary, let me tell you what the difference is. He was your Savior. You asked him into your heart when you were younger. And she was born again. But I said, now he's Lord. There's a major difference. Is he your Savior only? Or is he your Lord? Well, he's both to me. He's Lord over every area of my life. Every area. So just to let some of you know, even maybe here, but online, who I am and... uh, where I came from, Uh, my background. I'm Pastor Misty's mom. I love it. I love it. I told her, I said, honey, he gave me the best the first time, so I didn't need any more. I just have one. But I'm Pastor Misty's mom, and you know, uh, when, when my little Misty was seven years old, just a little young thing. She gave her life to Jesus. And it was a real born-again experience for her. And from that moment on, she wanted to go to church. You know, there's something about having Jesus in your heart. You want to be with God's people. And she wanted to go to church. Well, at that time, I wasn't born again. And I said, oh, honey, one day we will. Across the street was a church. I have no idea, denomination or anything. It was a church. And she said, Mommy, there's our church. That's our church. Let's go over there. But we didn't go for a whole nother year. But she nagged me all the time. Wanted to go to church. And in her childlike way, she prayed for mommy to take her to church. Well, I've got three sisters, one in heaven, two on earth. One of our sisters just turned 90 years young. Yeah, yeah, Jill, happy birthday. Yeah, 90 years, September the 1st. And so, uh, all three of my sisters were born again. They had Jesus in their heart. I was the wildflower. I was the wild child, and I was a wild one. And I remember that uh, they would ask me to go to church, or, uh, and it's like, I'd always make excuses. And I remember one time Barbara and Pete, Mary Elizabeth's uh, dad, They came to our home when uh, Missy was six years old, before she was saved. 
they came to our home and tried to get us born again, wanted us to pray with them. And we wouldn't. Oh, we might have been trying to be nice, but it's like, shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I, I guarantee you, you've been there when people have witnessed to you before Jesus. And uh, we'd go the fourth Sunday in May with Mama to eat. And I thought I had done something big when I'd go to church every fourth Sunday in May with my mama and all the family. But my daughter was praying, Mommy, I want to go to church. And my sisters were praying for me. And on my 30th birthday, my sister Jill brought me a beautiful wrapped gift to the beauty salon where I was working. And when I unwrapped it, I was like, you've got to be kidding. A Christian book? And the name of it was The Woman at the Well by Dale Evans. You know what I did? Threw it on the bed. Went about my business. That was on September the 11th. That was my birthday. Coming up soon. But then on September the 17th, I read that book the night before. And that book became alive in me. And that's where... I knew I needed a Savior. You know, uh, I want to go over this too, and I thought this was interesting. The Lord brought it back to my remembrance. Christian studies and statistics have shown that there are chains of events in a person's life that is used to draw them to Jesus through people, places, or things. And so I remember back when we were teaching that with the gifts back on High Point Road. I remember uh, seeing that, and I started counting the different times. And sure enough, there were all these times that uh, different people would minister to me. That book ministered to me. My sister and her husband ministered to me. And my little misty nag, nag, nag wanted to go to church. So there was always somebody trying to get to me God uses people God uses things and he uses places so don't give up on who you're praying for keep at it trust God keep praying keep believing church that they're coming in because that one day I did and September the 17th this year I will be 45 years old in the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I love my Lord. So what we're going to do is I want to read a psalm to you. And then we're going to talk about that psalm some. Um, the message, if there was a title, I would say, The Believer's Protection in Christ Jesus. There's a protection that God wants over us. But it's up to me to receive what Abba's got for me. It's up to me to receive what his word tells me is mine 
and I can receive it. So let's go to Psalm 91, and we're going to read it out of the New King James Version. And when he says he, he's talking about me, he's talking about me. <laughs> and if you're a believer, he's talking about you. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. Surely... He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the pestilence, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made, I'm about to turn around and look at it with y'all. Because you have made the Lord, who is your refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Oh, we thank you, Father. We respect and we honor and we appreciate you giving us your word. How to live our lives on planet Earth. So now, Father, we just thank you that as we, we go over these scriptures, that you ministered our hearts, Lord. We need you speaking to our hearts. You're going to say something to somebody over here that this person over here hears something else. You're going to say something to all of us, and we'll all hear it with the ear by the Spirit of God. That's how big and how awesome you are, God. So we thank you 
you that began a good work in us, you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, and we all agree, amen. Okay, let's look at uh, verse 1. And the first, actually, the first 13 verses in that psalm um, is the Lord's protection. But, you know, even if you're born again and you have Jesus as your Savior, your fire insurance, some people call it. Even if you've got that, but you don't know what his word says, you can walk in fear, you can walk in condemnation, you can walk in sickness, you can walk in disease, you can walk in poverty, you can walk in so many ugly things that goes on in the world. But I found out when I got born again, I wanted to know what he was talking to me about. I remember the day before I got born again, literally, truth. My daughter and I, Misty, were in our little apartment. And I was in the bathroom. I was sitting on the little throne. And I remember God what are you doing in my life? I hadn't even given my life to him. But I knew he was drawing me by spirit. Let me tell you something. Ain't no devil in hell going to walk on me. And God reminded me on the way when Misty and I were going down Wendover in a Jeep. And there was a pressure on my chest to... Uh, it was pushing me back. I was like I couldn't breathe good. But I kept going. Because you know what? The enemy was trying his best. And here I am almost 45 years later. He's still trying to do things. But the more I believe the word and I speak the word, I do the word, the more I see myself getting through it. Getting through it. Hey, we live in a fallen world. It's, it's fallen. I mean, you look all the way around you, all the things that are happening. But like my niece, Candy Jean, sometimes I call her Baby Ruth. That's what my, my aunt used to call her. But she said, but God. But God. But God, he's the one that's got the word of the hour for every one of us. So, let's look at this. First verse. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. My God, in Him I will trust. You know, trusting God is a decision. As a Christian... It's a decision if you trust him in every circumstance. I had a circumstance come up last night. I got upset about. I said, no way. I did this, 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 and this. No. And I made phone calls, and I did everything I could to get that thing turned around. And it wouldn't turn around. I said, God... I am giving this to you. 
I'm not going to let the enemy deceive me and try to get me off course. Because that's what he tries to do. But Lord, I trust you. And I believe you. And so I lay it on the altar to you. And I'm not taking it back. And I didn't. I didn't take it back. When you lay something on the altar to God, leave it go. Let it go. Don't go back and get it again. If you feel yourself, pick it up again. No, I've thrown it over on the Lord. I mean, I throw things on the altar. But always do this. Choose to trust him. And from those scriptures, verse 1 and 2, are you abiding in Jesus? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, that place, that secret place, uh, God wants to be with me every day in that secret place. He wants to be with you every day in that secret place. It's not a religious place. It's not a place of just coming to church on Sunday and reading your scripture that you forgot about walking out the door. That is not the secret place. That secret place is my hiding place every day. I hide there with him Sometimes I'm out on the patio. Sometimes I'm in my bedroom. Sometimes I'm in the den. Sometimes I'm walking. You know, you got saved by grace. But let's just don't make a religion out of what you need to do. Just listen to him and follow him. And so I'm asking you, are you abiding in Jesus? Only you, can, only you can say that. Or are you abiding in your circumstances? And you give Jesus two minutes. Maybe, unless I forget, unless I'm so tired, I, I just can't today, Lord. I love you, Lord. You know I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. And you're going to bed. Everything that's important to us we give priority to everything. Everything. If you want a milkshake and it's on your mind because you saw it on television, you will get up, take off those pajamas, put on something, and go to Dairy Queen or go somewhere to get your favorite milkshake. Because you know what? It was a, it's a priority. It was important. And you know what, right now, I just want us to pray. And I just want you to give your heart to God. Lord, we know there's no condemnation in you. But Lord, when we haven't put you first on a daily basis, we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us, you said you would. And Lord, fill us with the understanding. Holy Ghost, remind us, you're our teacher. Remind us every day, put God first. Put him first. And so, Father, we thank you. We believe you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We got it, girl. We got it, fella. We got it going on. So, it's essential every day. If you want to live in that secret place, if you want to abide under the shadow of the Almighty,
There's nothing like being in his presence. You've experienced it. There's nothing like his presence. And you can have it every day through his word and through his spirit every day. So if you start out and you say, um, Judy, I haven't done that. Um, give him 10 minutes. Set your clock if you have to. Get up early. Give him that time in that secret place. Whoever abides in Jesus will be under his protection. Don't you think we ought to live there? With what's going on in the world today, shouldn't we live there? The Lord spoke to me years ago in my heart. When I say spoke to me, it just came up so strong in my heart. When uh, Hannah was a little over two, Joseph was a few months, cutest little things, I could bite them. I still could. But I remember living with them in Winston-Salem. I had gone through a divorce. Horrible. Tore my soul apart. Literally. I didn't know whether I was going to make it or not. That's how bad my soul was. And could not work. And so my children brought me into their home. And so one time I was downstairs... And the Lord spoke to my heart, came up in my heart. Every day, plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. Every day, plead the blood of Jesus over yourself. In the blood, there's protection. In the blood, there's power. In the blood, there's healing. In the blood, there's deliverance. In the blood is everything we'll ever need to give us a victorious life on planet earth so I began that day and you know what when he said um, cover yourself in the blood when I think of myself I think of my children when I think of myself I think of my grandchildren when I think of myself I think of our household and so I do that I don't do it religiously I do it because God told me to so anything God has told you to do for your life, be about it. Because it's always for your good. Jesus should be our first line of defense when we have a need in our lives. I remember way, way back in the 70s. I'm not even going to ask who was living then. You were. You were around the throne of God. God was hand just... I didn't get sent you forth yet. But I remember way back then that um, I was listening to Jerry Savelle. I mean, all the oldies, and they're older than I am now. <laughs> but boy, they're still preaching the word. But he said that he had such a need, and he needed something right then. And instead of going straight to God, he picked the phone up and started calling somebody. Uh-uh. We don't do that. Go to him first. And the Lord spoke to his heart, ministered to his heart, and said, um, Don't you want to talk to me about it? He said, I kept dialing. 
Well, at that time, he didn't have that closer relationship like he should have. And Father, right now, I pray this for this body and those that are listening in on the media. Father, stir up the hunger by your spirit in the body of Christ to draw near to you every day. Every day, you are our hiding place. You are our exceeding great reward You are the one. I don't get my advice from my friends. I don't get my advice from my family. I get my advice first from you. And then I thank you for putting people around us, Lord, that will listen. And, Father, we thank you. We're teachable. We're teachable. Right, church? We're teachable. We're teachable, yes, Lord, to hear from you. So, this is what I say. Who do you put your trust in? When the rubber meets the road, so to speak, who do you put your trust in? You got to go to that phone? You got to go to a person? Or can you just go right to God, right where you are? John 15 says, Abide in me, for Judy, apart from me, you can't do anything. I've learned that over my 45 years almost of knowing him. Over my 45 years of knowing him. I've tried it. I've tried doing things because my flesh wanted it. Because the world was pulling at me. Because the enemy of my soul was trying to take me out early. And it's the same devil, it's the same world, it's the same things that happens in every one of our lives. But I had to come to the point that even though he was my Savior and I was going to live with him in heaven, even though he had called me to minister, and at that time I had a a ministry of singles over 200 Singles when I was in my early 40s. But even though I had not made him Lord over some areas of my life. But you know what? It's never too late as long as you're breathing. There are things in our lives that God wants us to lay on the altar to him. It could be sexual, it could be promiscuity. It could be the love of money. It could be pride. It could be control. It could just be a number of things. And I know this. The Spirit of God is ministering right now to our hearts. That's what He does to me. And He'll show me an area in my life if I need to. And so, even though all that had happened in my life, I ended up in a bad place. And see, all of us have had dark places in our lives. Some of us have them today. Dark places in our lives. The scripture says, Surely he shall deliver you from the snares of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. 
the enemy. There's a war going on on planet Earth spiritually in our lives. The enemy is trying to take us out, stop us from doing the will of God. And the Spirit of God is saying, come on, Judy. Come on, Judy, follow me. Just if you don't even feel like it, speak my word. If you don't feel like it, walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. And that's what he's saying to us. He tries to set traps, legalism. Work your way to God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I knew there was nothing good in me. There's nothing good in any of us except the Lord Jesus Christ when he becomes our Savior. He covers you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. That's his protection over us. I mean, you can be out and about, and uh, you can be in a crowd of people, even during this pandemic, and there are people who are not abiding by what the law says. But you know what? He's my shield. And, and I want to say this too. I'm just going to get on my soapbox a little bit. When Misty was a little girl, I was in a salon, and that it was up on a hill, and you had to go down the hill to park in the back parking lot. But you could park up, up front on battleground. And uh, I'd just be running, running, running to get there on time from a customer. And um, I just kind of slide in the front. But the owner of that salon at the time said, the front and the side is for our guests, our customers. So hairdressers, I want you all to park in the back. Well, I'd still kind of, mm -hmm, mm. but God, Candy, but God, but God spoke to my heart, ministered to my heart, and said, Judy, obey those that have rule over you. Did I want to? No, I'd come huffing and puffing in that salon, walking up, that, walking up the back steps or either walking up that hill. But God wanted me to be a doer of his word and not just a hearer only. Because when we do that, we deceive our own selves. And so, I want to obey the law of the land. Do I like this thing? What do you think? It's so good to get in a car and take that thing off. Feels so good. But way back when Misty was a little girl, God said, Judy, I want you to obey those that have rule over you. You know, it's the little things that he's looking at. I so want him to say to me, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm not perfect, but I want to have a perfect heart. And Lord, if there's anything that uh, we need to address in our lives, bring it up in our hearts. Uh, we don't judge one another, but we sure do have fruit inspectors going on. Yeah. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. Your belt of truth and your shield of faith. You, you put that belt of truth on the Word of God. And you hold up that shield of faith. 
And no matter what the enemy tries to come against you with, know me and my house are healed and whole. Our household is joyful in the things of God. I thank you, God, those things we're believing you for. We're agreeing together. We're agreeing together. Oh, I thank God for that power. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. The enemy tries to come in different circumstances. Weird, he tries to come. Fears try to come. Floods going on. Fires all over the, the world, and the world calls it natural disasters. Terrorism, wars, rumors of war. He tries to set one of us against another. He tries to get me to judge you. But I can't do that. And I can't do that. I got to judge myself. So I won't be judged, the Bible says. I choose to abide in Him. Only with our eyes will we see and behold the reward of the wicked. And we know the enemy uses people in different ways. But there's coming a time. One angel is going to put Satan in the pit. One angel. But in the meantime, God wants us to walk in the authority of his word that he's given us. Believe him for his word. So right now, I just want to pray a prayer of salvation. You may have uh, given your life to the Lord and... And you say, but Judy, I need to rededicate my life. You know, I do that every once in a while anyway. I mean, just when I think about it here and there. Lord, I just want to rededicate my life to you right now. And so I want to, I want to pray for us right now. And I want you to pray with your heart. I know you're sitting, uh, but I want you just to pray with your heart. Um, Pray after me, Father God, I ask you to let Jesus be my Savior. Not only my Savior, but my Lord. Jesus, I ask you, come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me every day of my life. I want to be born again. And so, Father, if there are others that say they want to come back to you, repeat this with me. Father, I've strayed away. And I am so sorry. And right now, I want to come back to you. I bow my knees to Jesus. I bow my knees to you, Father. And Holy Spirit, help me to walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, one more thing. When I got saved within weeks, maybe days, 
I got filled with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues. Oh, 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 oh. Changed my life. Changed my direction. Changed everything. Because the Holy Spirit is the teacher of the church. Now, when you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes and lives and abides on the inside of us. But Jesus said, you, Judy, shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me. And so I asked the Lord, Father, I don't understand all this stuff about tongues. But, Lord, I want everything you've got. And I saw in the Word that as I pray in the Spirit, my spirit man is hooked up to God. And I'm praying in another language that my mind don't even know. I thank God my mind don't have to know it all. No. There are things about you. God may say to me, pray for Wanda. You know, pray for Brother Leon. But I just pray in the Spirit unless he gives me some English to pray. Aren't you glad for the Holy Ghost that we can pray in other tongues as the Spirit gives us utterance? And the Scripture says it builds us up. It builds us up in the spirit. It gives us spiritual muscles. So let's pray this right now. Father, I am born again. And Father Jesus said that we could receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon us. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come upon us right now in the person of the Spirit of God. And I receive by faith that prayer language that you said belonged to me. And I want to flow in that prayer language like rivers of living water. And so, Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. And I yield my tongue to you. I couldn't get saved without Jesus. And I can't pray in the Spirit without you. So you and I together, la bashatalamaka. Let's go ahead. Satalamatalamaka. Ibondolo dolo makaha. Hey, lolo lo boko shata. Hallelujah. 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 And Father, I want to thank you as we close that. Because I'm born again and I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I pray in tongues every day. And I read your word and I've met you, you minister to me every day by your spirit. In that secret place. That 45 years later I can still stand tall in this world. And we're going to complete and do everything you've called us to do. Not one jot, not one tittle will be left undone because our faith is on finishing the work you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, and everybody says they agree, amen, amen.